Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 170 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Guys, we've got a treat for you today, and we are always, always, always thankful that you join us. You know, we always talk about the three E's. If you're new to the podcast, this is what we're about. We want to entertain you, because if we can make you laugh, it'll remind you that you're not alone. We're all in this together, man, and that's what this community is about. So we want to entertain you. We want to encourage you. Uh, We hope you feel encouraged after listening to this podcast, and we want to equip you. And so we always want to present some tools that'll help you. And I have a treat for you. Uh, He he is not new to the podcast. He's been on before. We interviewed him. Uh, We call him the big strategic. It's Heath Bottomley. The big strategic, huh? The big strategic what? The big strategic. Or that's that's where we cut it it's off for open. editing. If you need, okay. yeah, if you need strategy, this is your guy. <laughs> well, Heath hey, I'll take it. I'll, the guy, I'll, own man. It. I'll own it. That's awesome. <laughs> well, you know, hey, I'm glad I'm glad to be here. Uh, I know that uh, I know that everything. Every time I have a chance to be on here with you, um, almost I'd say 10 percent of it is actually serious. Uh, the other 90 is complete nonsense, um, but most of that 90 I know is from me, so I'll own that. Uh, I know we have the great opportunity to talk with Matt McKay from House Right Productions, which is great. Uh, he's a great guy, and I know that uh, what's cool is seeing how their company is just making some great inroads into ministry areas all around the nation. Yep, yep, um, but yeah, but yeah, before we go any further, I think I think there's someone there's someone very special that we need to acknowledge, someone special in the room. Very special in our hearts, Mui special, as they say south of the border. Our friends at Planning Center, guys, they are game changing revolutionaries, they're like pioneers. They have changed the game for all of us. And we've been telling you about this new app that they have called Church Center. Okay, it's a free app, you give your congregation access to this app, and here's what they can do through the Church Center app they can join groups. They can give, they can check in their families, they can register for events, they can manage their own personal profile information. And now, you know, the area that we all live in is planning center services, so they can now reply to their scheduling request. Have you ever been frustrated that your people are not replying to their planning center scheduling requests? No, that's Heath, that probably foreign. doesn't happen. I don't, I, that doesn't happen at Pure Heart. That doesn't happen at Pure Heart. Uh, but here's the deal. They can, re- they can do it all in one app called church center. So you can find out more at planningcenter.com slash church dash center. I am waiting for the Starbucks. I'm waiting for the Starbucks integration on the planning center app. I know oh, it's a matter of time, yes, you can, um, but right, mobile right? ordering through, through planning center would be huge. Oh, yeah. Just throwing be incredible. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wouldn't that be incredible? Uh, so Heath. Yes. You're in, you're, you are in Phoenix, right? So many of my friends live in Phoenix, you know? We're slowly moving everyone here. So, um, you may want to pack a bag because <laughs> it's just a matter of time, my friend, you're going to end up here. Uh, it's, it's so, uh, it's Jen, uh, big Yonsei generally gives us a weather report mm-hmm. for Phoenix. So how are we doing? I think it's been, 
It, you had a little bit of a cold spell, which the rest of the country is like, Wah. we we did. Because it's you, it's been. I'm not going to lie to you, Brian. It's been rough. Um, there were times where you you almost didn't want to get out of bed because you knew that you were going to walk outside and into the into like the mid 40s. Um, the only thing wow. that gave us hope is knowing that by midday we would be in the 70s. You know, and because of that, we pushed through. You know, it's that hope that that is kind of dangled right out in oh, front of you. And uh, Armageddon it, for Phoenix. Armageddon. It hasn't been easy. It's been it's been a hard. It was a hard February, man. Um, uh, I but you, you push through. You push through because you, you know push through. You do what you can. Yeah, you know it's you it's all about survival at, at some points. Today it's going to be uh, seventy two degrees. Um, so. Throw on a, a light layer of sunscreen when I when I go outside and uh, <laughs> and push through it, you know. But we'll figure it out. So I'm sitting here at forty. I'm sitting here at forty eight. Oh, forty eight degrees. Yeah. Do you have that back? And we have snow coming tomorrow. Snow coming tomorrow. Ooh, I'm really. I mean, yeah. I say I'm on sorry, but 11th. I mean, I'm also secretly it's crazy. Laughing at People you. are on spring break and we're getting snow. That's ridiculous. <laughs> you can have fun in the snow on spring break, right? You can. Yeah. You can, but. I don't have any snow toys. No, I'm sorry. I don't either. So guys, sand toys. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So guys, Heath and I served together on the ministry team for experience conference. That's how we met. It's been six or seven years ago now. And Heath, your title with experience conference is creative strategist. So not creative, big strategist, so the, but the big, big strategic, yeah. right? Uh, um, creative strategist what, on that. Creative strategist and and seriously, guys, Heath is one of the most strategic strategic guys I, that I know. Uh, you know, you hear us always talk about Maven Media Productions. That's Heath and Allie, mm -hmm. and who am I forgetting? Um, Kevin Rowe uh, also is uh, the co-founder of it with me, and so we cover everything between church consulting, um, uh, recording projects, uh, social media. A lot of it is just going is asking the question: What is it? Do you want to do? And then we figure out yeah. how do we get you there? And half the time, yeah. honestly, the answer is, is, is you don't need us to do that. Um, but the other half of the time, um, we are able to step in in some way. Um, and so part of that is one of the ways that we play with experience conference is I get to be a part of experience conference for just um, that reason is we're able to do some really cool stuff um, with that ministry. And uh, this year is, is shaping up to be incredible. Absolutely. Incredible. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. So September. Yes. Sixth through the ninth. Correct. Walt Disney World. Yeah. And which, right there, that should be the end of the conversation. Uh, Walt Disney yeah. World. Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. Yes. Tell us about the conference, man. Like what? So you got any, you got any hot takes? Like, can you break some news on here? Well, so some of the things that we're doing is, um, is we're taking a very, uh, different, different approach, something we've been building towards, uh, uh, a lot of times at conferences and everything, this isn't a knock on them at all. It works is uh, they are a series of, of almost concerts and, you know, with the sessions and everything like that. What we wanted to do is we wanted to start creating familiarity um, and lower what we call lower the stage. And so many of the people who um, are a part of this year are actually staying for extended amounts of time for several days during the week to be hanging out with the attendees and actually interacting with them. Um, Andy Rosier is, uh, is joining us again this year and hit so my conversation cool. with him started with him saying, I would love to be a part of experience this year. I would love to just hang out with people and just be praying for them wherever they're at. And I was blown away by, you know, right? here's a guy, the right? lead of vertical 
you know, and everything like that. And, and him saying, I just want to hang out because he, he understands, he understands who's in that community. Uh, mm-hmm. this isn't a concert event, which concert events are great. Um, but these are all worship pastors, worship leaders, creative leaders, um, people who are actively leading communities all around the world. And so when we have people like John, you know, from John Egan from New Life Worship, mm-hmm. um, when you have Meredith Andrews, uh, when you have Hope Darst and Mac Brock, like all these guys um, coming in, um, these are these are actual peers uh, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And and it, what's cool is that they see it that way. They're not coming in going, hey, yeah, we'll, we'll play some of our tunes or whatever. Um, yeah. They're coming in and going, we need to connect with people just like us who are serving at churches just like us um, mm-hmm. and help mm-hmm. them get to the next step, help them think through stuff, um, encourage them in that process, and let mm-hmm. them know that they're not alone. And man, I'll tell yeah, you what, yeah. that's a dynamic that I'm excited about. Really excited. That's really about. cool. Yeah. And you guys, you've added some, okay, I've been coming for maybe seven years now. You're adding some some different workshop tracks that are kind of new areas for experience. What are some of the new workshops that you're excited about? So uh, we've always done workshops really well. Uh, and but over over the last couple of years, we wanted to lean in more. And instead of just creating what we call like 101 experiences or introductory experiences in the workshops, we wanted to actually have something where in certain tracks, you could step in and each session builds um, to where you're gaining something. You could stay in that that room basically for all of your sessions and and have incremental growth into areas and get kind of deep in some of these areas. And so one of them that we're looking at is a production track, which is really cool. So we'll actually kind of dive a little bit deeper into areas instead of just doing introductions to um, to like, you know, Ableton or whatever uh, we're going to go. So how can we how can we take the next step with that Um, for those people who are going? Yeah, I already use it on a regular basis. I just want to know how I can do even more cool stuff with it. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a leadership track, which I'm really excited about. Uh, instead of having some different workshops that seem to be detached from each other, we're intentionally pulling them together so that people can go on and, and actually hit different as- aspects, different facets of their leadership and grow in them. We have a choir track, which is great because there is a large percentage demographic of churches in America who uh, have choirs or are struggling with how to keep choirs going during mm-hmm. this new season that everyone finds themselves in. Um, with the pandemic and everything and trying to re trying to recruit volunteers again. Uh, And so we also have, of course, people from our lineup who are leaning in and going to be sharing things. We also have a creative teams track, which uh, Mm -hmm. Stephen Brewster is a part of and encouraging how to, how to create um, team dynamics and also how to cultivate an atmosphere of creativity at your church Mm -hmm. Uh, instead of, and I think you've seen this probably Brian working with slingshot and everything like that. You have a lot of within a lot of churches, creative teams are simply treated as facilitators for other people's vision. Mm-hmm. And what I mean yeah. by that is that you have the pastor says, hey, creatives, go ahead and create me this. Um, yeah. Or here's right. a list of right. things we need created. And a true creative team actually um, does do some facilitating, but also is dreaming of things. They're cr- content creators themselves. They're coming up and going, hey, we have this idea. Hey, we started this. We started these new songs. Um, we started uh, this new idea. We innovated this, and so how do you cultivate that community? 
How do you get that going? So all of those things are just really cool elements to to dive a little bit deeper than than where we've been in the past. So I'm really, really excited about how this is shaping up and how relationally driven this year is really turning out to be. That's really cool. That's really cool. How many how many podcasts do you think might be recorded while while the conference is going? You know, on? I mean, I I can't I can't What's the podcast I can't speak sitch? for all of them that may be happening um in the in, in the food court area. But yeah. I do know of one that will have its own special place uh, oh, in our on. in our midst, and I, it, I don't know if you've heard of them, but uh, it's the uh, I I can't even remember the name WLP. I don't know what that stands for. <laughs> Come on, fam, <laughs> you got to join us, man. It's gonna it's so awesome. Honestly, I was I was uh, you've heard you know Scott Longyear talk about this. Like he and I, our stories are a little similar in that I was I was burned, man. I was scorched, and I just was happy to be going anywhere. And if I was going to be going to a conference, it might as well be one that happens at Walt Disney World. And God met me that first year uh, in a, such a powerful way. Uh, Kim and I both just walked away going, man, this is just a, we've been to a lot of conferences. This one just hits a little different. And uh, so I hope you'll join us September 6th through the 9th at Walt Disney World in Orlando. Uh, you got any rate? increases come in like they they need to get in and get it yeah get in now at the end of march uh it jumps up uh beginning of april it jumps up to 299 per person which is i mean you're talking a four-day event and everything and also has some really primo disney lunches involved in that so but it's still if you can save 20 bucks per person on that it's worth doing it we also have group rates available um, so those uh kick in automatically when you start uh registering your team members but that's the big thing is going, you can go by yourself and man, you'll have a blast. And some, some people really need it. Like Brian, like you said, yeah, you know, yeah. there's so many people who are at the end of the day, we hear at the end of the conference going, I was ready to call it quits. And then I came here. And mm-hmm. so we mm-hmm. get that, but we also know that, man, there's, there's something that is really cool when you bring your team and you get to worship together with your team, you get to learn together with your team yeah, it's awesome. uh, and detached from, there's not someone banging on your office door going, Hey, you got a minute? Can you step on out for a bit? Right. right. Um, exactly. You have that opportunity to uh, unplug, and so, man, yeah, I encourage you to absolutely. do that. Save some, save some coin in the process, and and you're good to go. Yeah, join us. Yeah. It's going to be a blast. So, you know, I mean, I'm looking at my clock, and uh, I know we're in different time zones and all that good stuff. But uh, Brian, do you know what time it is? What time is it? I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, it is time for prayer concerns. You know, this is my favorite, like three, four minutes of the week, this, this prayer concern section. And so guys, if you're new to the podcast, this is episode 170. So go back by all means, go back, catch up, listen to all of them. Uh, you're going to, you're going to learn, you're going to laugh. Uh, we've got some killer interviews along the way, <clears throat> excuse me. And so here's what a prayer concern is. Our churches like to give us feedback mm. on what they think of the job we're doing. Bless their hearts. Often, often. They don't think a lot of the job we're doing. They may not care for the rips in your jeans. They may not care for the lighting that you're using, the haze, the volume, whatever. And so people send these in from all over the world. They're anonymous, always will be anonymous. Uh, so go to worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns tab, and you can submit yours there. Uh, people are often, they're DMing them to us on Instagram as well. So we share these each week on the podcast. So prayer concern number one. 
I once had an older person tell me that he liked when I played drums because I'm quiet enough that he can't hear it. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> I think that's the goal of every drummer is to go, if only I could right. be quiet enough to be invisible. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I could sneak on and off with her. Yeah. It doesn't matter if I'm here or not. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay. Prayer concern number two. I'm the small groups pastor for our church. We had our fall semester group leader meeting last night that I led. I recently had shoulder surgery and have been taking some pain medication that makes me a little bit foggy. An older lady came up to me after our meeting and said, you should be on drugs all the time. That was the best meeting we've ever had. (laughs) Uh, I think I've been at churches where that's the case. So uh, it's not all it's cracked up to be. Um. (laughs) Oh, come on, fam. When that's your best, when that's your best day is being on, being on prescribed or an unprescribed drugs. Yeah. Right. That ain't a good thing. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. All right. Number three, prayer concern. Number three, had a man come up to me recently and say, thank you for singing the old rugged cross this morning. It was awesome. I replied, thanks. It seemed to fit well with this week's service. I'm so glad it was meaningful for you, even over the stream. He said, so many of us older people really like some of the older hymns mixed in. It comes up in our group a lot. Thanks for all you do. The song, Oh, Praise the Name by Hillsong. (laughs) (laughs) One of the ancients. (laughs) One of the ancients, right? (laughs) Oh, Oh, my Lord. Come on, fam. Come on. Exactly. Number four, prayer concern number four. We we were watching a, a large church that has someone in the corner doing sign language during worship. Someone in the comments said, why is that lady in the corner doing TikTok dances to the music? <laughs> <laughs> you guys, that's totally not what she's doing. She's not, she's not doing TikTok. I, I mean, kudos for being culturally connected. <laughs> <laughs> it's not TikTok. It's not a thing. That's not a thing. It, it oh, is now. On, yeah. It is That's now. That's the frame it we're going to put around them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number five, the last one, the bottom of the pudding cup, prayer concern number five. We got this comment in our live stream and it said, hey, when you fix the audio, please hit rewind. I love this song. <laughs> That's, that's not how that. <laughs> it's really not how it works. You know, it's really, really, it's a little different. That's when you just go, I sure will. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Try it now. Oh, so, yeah, exactly. So fam, those are prayer concerns. Uh, keep, keep yours coming. Keep them sending those in. Uh, go to the prayer concerns tab at worshipleaderprobs.com and you can submit yours there anonymously, or you can DM those uh, to us on Instagram. Well, Heath and I, uh, very recently, we had the chance to sit down and talk with Matt McKay from House Right Production. And so let's let you hear our conversation with Matt. Well, the Worship Leader Props Podcast is excited to have Mr. Matt McKay from House Right Production on. Matt, how you doing? Doing great. Good to see you, man. Man, good, good to see you. Thanks for taking time today. Uh, uh, just, yeah, appreciate all the conversations we've had over the years as you're, uh, you're helping us at Mount Pleasant and all the churches that you guys are, are active in. Uh, we love the heart of what you guys are doing. Well, thanks, man. It's been a pleasure. 
Yeah, it's great to have you on here. I mean, uh, how are you and your family doing? I mean, how have you all weathered the craziness of of everything that's ha- happened over the last couple of years? Like everyone else, we're all kind of swimming around and stuff. <laughs> right. How are you doing? Yeah, dude, man, I've had so much change in my life for the last couple of years with my, my daughter got married. My kids are all off to college. I'm an empty nester now. And then on top of that, trying to figure out how to do life when no one else is around. <laughs> so right. I've been a little lonely at times, but it's good. We're but you get to dress great. however you want. So. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. No one makes fun of you. Yeah. Um, so, okay. We love, we love companies and organizations that focus on the local church and you guys at house, right? You do that for sure. Yeah. Um, but I was intrigued to, to discover you haven't, you haven't always lived in the AVL integration world. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. I actually, um, um, I, I was faced with the decision to either go to into ministry or go become an engineer <laughs> of all things. So was I that ended an up, ultimatum or that's right. <laughs> uh, my dad told me I needed to go become an engineer. <laughs> so I ended smart up going man. to, I smart going man to school that and that's yeah, right. That's right. That's right. I got a mechanical engineering degree um, from the University of Missouri Rolla. Props to the miners, nice. and uh, ultimately got a first job at uh, Lexmark, which was a subsidiary of IBM at the time, and was in the product development world, uh, designing laser printers for oh, almost seven years, I guess. But all that time, I was serving in my blame. church. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Paper jams. Yeah. My fault. I need to have a conversation with you after this for sure. <laughs> Yeah. Um, all that time I was working as a, as a volunteer though, at the church I was attending and, um, was in the music side of things and we built a building and no one knew how to do production then. And I didn't either. And so I just jumped in and said, Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll at least schedule people. So I did that and, um, kind of self-taught along the way and, um, ultimately ended up leaving Lexmark and joined the staff team at the church I was at which is Crossroads Christian Church in Lexington, Kentucky. Which is a huge, it's a huge, part of a huge network of churches. Yeah, right? like, yeah. part of the Crossroads Network in out of, based out of Cincinnati. Yeah, incredible, incredible. So uh, just curious, like what, what was, what were the next steps that led you uh, to what you're doing now with House Right? Well, along the way, we, we built another building and I got to be part of the design team uh, to put in the systems at that, at the, at the church, both from a architectural standpoint and from a technical standpoint, uh, was involved there and kind of got the engineering juices flowing again. And a good friend of mine, um, was part of my team at the time. And he was working for an integrator that worked nationally with churches. And he just invited me to step into that world first as a contractor. And then ultimately as a, as an employee, um, helping churches all over the country with project management and doing installations for audio, video, lighting, whatever it took. Well, I know with a lot of different churches and everything, you probably, you see just across the spectrum of how people are doing things, how, how they've kind of done stuff on their own. Is there, is there anything like kind of commonplace that you see in almost every place that you go to that you're going, guys, you're doing it wrong. Um, Or something that's consistently right that you see at every church. I, I think I'd say what I tend to see a lot is a lot of people trying to look like everybody else. And so we, mm-hmm. I, I think we mm-hmm. um, many times try to um, adopt s- a someone else's idea for who God has made us to be as a church. Mm-hmm. And uh, we spend a lot of time at, at House Right trying to like listen really well to make sure that we're not turning someone into a clone of someone else, but really 
hearing what their vision is for their church and uh, coming alongside to make them be the hero of the story and not us. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. That's really good. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So, okay. Uh, you've got to have some amazing story, like amazing stories of, of things that you, you, you guys have discovered when you get to a church that, you know, we're not going to throw anybody under the bus, but you've seen like, but we will publish their names. (laughs) (laughs) You, you got to have some amazing, like technical MacGyver type stuff that you've seen churches put stuff together that doesn't go together. What's the most makeshift thing you've seen? It's amazing to me how many things I see hung out of the air with zip ties. Let me say that. <laughs> Wait, there's so, so many so places I've seen where things are projectors. You're saying we shouldn't do that, is it? <laughs> yeah, don't do that. That's projectors on was <laughs> like paper. over the, over yeah. people's heads. It's crazy. Oh, man. Um, that always makes me a little nervous. <laughs> well, in all fairness, um, most movies that I see zip ties seem to do a great job of of keeping hostages in place. So that's I right. Figure so why not projectors? I mean, why yeah. not projectors? Yeah. Why not projectors? <laughs> So, um, tell us about like you're helping churches, big churches, small churches yeah. and everything in between, yeah. like tell us kind of about the heart of house, right. And what you guys are trying to do. Well, I, I, I'll, I'll kick back to the, the idea that we, we have a pretty strong culture here of trying to make it not be about us. I think one of the things I learned when I worked for the other company was that, you know, you can go into a conversation with the church and kind of know where, where you want them to go. And many times that, that ends up being something that's not helpful to them. So we, we try to do a really good job of, of listening to what it is a church is trying to accomplish, what the vision of the senior pastor of that church, where they where the thumbprint of God is on their culture and like throw fuel on that fire rather than something that we want to see for them or based on the last 10 projects that we've done, um, we really want to do a good job of listening. Mm, mm. That's really good. That's really good. It's, especially since you that's mentioned fantastic. the, the cookie cutter element that you see a lot of churches do mm, mm, and everything, mm, helping mm. people find what's unique about well, their it, ministry is huge. And I'm not opposed to all of us learning from each other. Of course we should do mm, that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, if we're, if we don't know why we're trying to do something, then if it's mm-hmm. like not helping what we're supposed to be doing in that local church, then I'm not sure that we're really helping. Yeah, no, that's good. I, it's, uh, in the worship circles and everything, I mean, I love seeing what what Bethel's doing. I love seeing what Elevation's sure. doing. I love yeah. Maverick City has basically taken over the world yeah, um, right. at this point. Uh, well, them or Brandon Lake. Brandon Lake's also, yeah. he's, <laughs> he's I, think he's, I think he made me coffee this morning too. It's like he's everywhere. He's Batman. Um, <laughs> But I, 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 I do see a, a lot of, of that right now. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me call Brandon really quick. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, but what I do see is that you do hear a lot of that thrown around and going, hey, how can we pull off what what Bethel did with their videos? How can we pull off? And I get the thing of the the that striving to do something better. But I love what you're saying is that going instead of just copy and pasting something in. Um, looking at what's unique to your environment and going, how can we glean some of this information? Um, For sure. I think that's great. I think that's huge because uh, I think a lot of times we just kind of get dropped innovate or technology in our laps and say, 
plug and play. Yeah, a lot of companies come in thinking that we've got the answers to disseminate to the people that are asking us for the answers. And many times it's the church that really already has the answers and we just have to ask the right questions to find out how we can serve them the best to get to the solution that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's so good. That's Where great. would you counsel a church to start if they're, if they need to, if, if, if they, they sense they need to upgrade, like where, where, or what would be maybe a, a first couple of questions that you would ask a church that's, that's looking to do some upgrading? Well, I think we typically start by asking what is working really well right now and what is like a pain point for you mm, mm. Uh, and finding out where the, where their lids to growth are uh, and whether technology is a part of that or not. And if, um, if they don't see those lids for themselves, many times we will try to like help them see them from a fresh set of eyes. Um, but many times it's really just going in and listening to what they are confronted with and, you know, offering solutions that from our experience that like will help them with that growth plan. Mm, mm, How many mm. times do you think it, have you found, you know, just, is it always, you know, is it technology as a solution to almost every problem that people are facing? No, or man, how many sometimes times have you it, been like, yeah. Yes. Sometimes like a good friend of mine uh, who also is in a lot of churches many times has this little, little phrase that he says, sometimes you just need to tell them that they need to like paint their bathrooms because they stink. <laughs> right. And so <laughs> It's not always technology. And many times, in fact, one of the things that I get to, to do on, on the team some is play with some room shaping and have you thought about how people get on and off the platform and, you know, mm-hmm. what do we do with light and sound locks? Do we need them? Do we not? Do, like, where should we put the different uh, spaces that support production uh, so that they all work well together? So it becomes more of this collaborative architectural technical systems process where should, do we need to talk about uh, where the senior pastor looks when he's on camera? You know, those kind of things, more process level questions. How, like, what's the level of um, equipment relative to your volunteer base? Like how, how easy is it going to be for you to recruit a team to operate this system? Um, So many times we're talking about things that we learned as technical directors at churches before we even talk about whether it's how many inputs and Dante this and streaming AC and that, you know, that kind of thing. Mm, yeah. mm. Well, it's refreshing to hear because I mean, I, I, most conversations, uh, especially when you're uh, talking about, you know, when you start talking to companies about, you know, what you can do in the room and stuff, most of those, uh, let's just be honest, tend to go, Hey, so you need to upgrade. You need to upgrade. It seems like mm-hmm. everyone's upgrading. Yeah. I'm going um, down to Florida in uh, three weeks with uh, one of our really smart audio guys and we're going to help a church, and just redeploy what they are currently have because they're they're mm. a ways away from being able to be in a position to afford replacing a, a tired system, uh, but they really can't wait to make it better. So we're we're just going to go help them rehang a PA and retune it and help them help them uh, you know succeed in the moment. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I uh, uh, yeah, allocation of resources, man, and maybe sometimes a reallocation. That's uh, that's, that's so important. Are there, um, I, I love what you said about like matching the technology to the volunteer base. Is that something that you see mistake is a strong word, but is that something that you see lots of churches doing? Like maybe, um, 
you know, giving a, an IndyCar to a, a group of volunteers who are, are going to be challenged uh, with that level of technology, understanding the, all the training yeah. that goes into it. Like, it can do be. you see that as a company? Yeah. It can be. You know, we work with churches large and small, and I won't say that every church model needs to fit a certain mold. Uh, but if you are a church that has a strong volunteer culture, you have to make sure that uh, the tools fit that. If you have a church, if you're a church that has a, a strong staff culture that um, has experienced paid professionals, you know, then, you know, it's different. So mm -hmm. finding the right tool for the right church is important. Mm -hmm. And many churches do make that mistake. You know, they'll go to a conference and they'll see something and, we want to be like that. And then to get there, they think that it's the gear. And as a result, they many times will make a mistake of the gear and then they're like set back years. Mm -hmm. Well, have you seen even with um, the type of technology that's being used and the type of like that next gear and everything like that, has that, have you seen a pretty dramatic shift in the last couple of years with more yeah. emphasis on live stream, more emphasis on, I will say that the ch the church is more savvy than it's ever been, and the tools are more simple mm -hmm. than they've ever been. So it's, it's actually more within reach to deliver what we used to consider really high production value um, at a more affordable level and with um, proper training, easier to ma manage and handle mm -hmm. week to week. Mm -hmm. But there's still, there's still some... Um, some things that we can put as inhibitors in front of volunteers that keep them from wanting to even try to be involved um, if we're not like coaching them through that well. So what's the biggest mistake that you've seen with, with the live stream influx with people like what's the biggest mistake that you've seen happen on a regular basis? Not pay attention to broadcast audio at the same time Oof. that they're thinking about video. You know, we can make video look good, but if it's, if it's still going to be a, a dry board mix that doesn't get modified to fit exactly what the uh, listener on a TV might hear as opposed to through a PA in a room, it's not going to be a great product offering. Mm, mm. No, absolutely. That's good. That's good. Yeah. It's so tough because you got people listening on flip phones and, you know, windows, Vista computers and all kinds, you know, every, yeah. and, the and, issue you know, ain't the delivery. Max. The issue, <laughs> the issue is your little speaker. I mean, I oh, sound man. really Tell good on. You on do sound really good. By the way. I was going to mention I, that earlier, but you sound. I just really want to say that the EQ, the timbre of my voice is is transfers very well onto right. flip phones. I don't have that problem. I don't have that burden. That's a burden to carry. You're like silk, teeth. man. You you are like you're like butter. Gosh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like butter. Um, so, okay, Matt, we ask, we end every interview with this question. We call it the big room question. And that is if we could gather every worship leader and all of their volunteers, and then every, every production technical leader and all of their volunteers, we got them all together in one big room and we gave you a microphone to, to talk to that room. What would you feel compelled to say to them, to them about, you know, what we are all trying to do in the local church? What would you want to say to them? Wow. Well, this one's fresh on my mind. Um, I guess I'd want to remind us all that the church is not perfect. You know, we've had a rough couple of years, but we've actually had a rough couple thousand years, if you think about it. But it's all we got. It's still the bride of Christ. And 
still brings transformation like nothing else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm talking to you today because a guy walked into a church in central Illinois, got involved in tech ministry, and that ultimately led him to become a believer, and it changed the tra- trajectory of his life and his family. And that was that was my dad. Wow. Um, wow. So years later, that's that awesome. that's led to me doing what I'm doing today, and the church has changed my life. It's been a game changer for my kids and everything good in my life. I, I was I was mixing a couple weekends ago at my church, and just one of those powerful weekends. You, you've all been in those. I left that weekend just reminded after hours of rehearsals and services and just knowing that families are still being put back, put back together and lives are still being changed and kids are still being taught about these ancient truths and people who are anxious or exhausted are still getting connected in life, giving relationships. And, you know, that, that still is happening in the church as flawed as it is sometimes, but keeping that in mind. So why, why wouldn't we continue to build our teams, give our all, stay healthy, try to stay in ministry as long as we can. And whether you're on staff or a, volunteer like me, what we still are serving is the hope of the world. It really is. Mm, 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 mm. What a great reminder, man. That'll preach right there. Mm. Um, so guys, go go check out housewright.com. You can follow Housewright and that's H-O-U-S-E-R-I-G-H-T. Uh, you can follow them on the socials, engage with them. Uh, they're doing some great things. We were able to partner with them back in uh, December when they gave away mm-hmm. a trip to Hawaii uh, to one of our friends from uh, Lubbock, Texas, was the winner. They're That's not right. friends with me anymore. I'm angry. <laughs> yeah, I think they're uh, they're heading to Hawaii in May. Is what I understand. Oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic yeah, yeah, for them. Yeah, that was so cool. That was cool. It was cool to be a part of that. So thank you, and thanks for what you're doing uh, to make a kingdom impact and and to help all these churches around the country to uh, make a kingdom impact as well. We appreciate you guys, Matt. Yeah, man. Thanks, guys. I appreciate being with you today. That's a good dude, man. You can tell he's a deep, deep well of thought. Oh, absolutely. And the fact that his heartbeat for for churches is very sincere. It's not, they're not a means yeah. to an end. He's, he wants to see what's the best thing that they need. Uh, not not just what he could upsell them or anything like that. Not that that's what everyone does, but sometimes you, you ask the question, are they are they wanting what's best for me or are they wanting what's yeah. best for the yeah. bottom line? So Yeah, those are good dudes. Those are good dudes. So make sure you go check those out. Fam, we love you. We're so glad. And by the way, we're not done yet. Oh, no, no, no. This thing is not over yet, right? But we do appreciate you listening to episode 170. Yeah. Hey, remember, you got to hit subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And do us a favor. Uh, go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating with a nice review. You know, and I, I want to emphasize the nice review. Uh, don't yeah, something don't, crispy. Don't give us prayer concern reviews, <laughs> type reviews. That. You know, we don't need that. Yeah. No, we need some Just encouragement. Pass. We need some love. Um, <laughs> we have very fragile egos, and so uh, <laughs> even the here's here's one of the things that would really hurt is if you left us a four star rating. The entire time we're going to be thinking about why we missed that last star. Exactly. But Where's that fifth star? In all honesty, you could probably give us a three star rating, and we'd be less self conscious about it. You know, but don't do that either because, you know, yeah, because we really want the five, really want the five. It's a huge help to us in spreading the word about the podcasting and getting, Mm -hmm. getting it out to people so that people at the end of the day, they know they're not alone. 
but we all go through the same stuff. We are all facing the same things and we can all help each other get through those things and succeed and win at the long game. So, amen. Hey, and also thanks. Thanks to you for following us on all the socials, all of the socials, um, at worship leader probs on Instagram, Facebook, and the beloved TikTok or ASL, as we just found out, uh, is (laughs) somehow part of that. Uh, You can also look up worship leader probs on Twitter, uh, or just looking for the hashtag worship leader probs um, there as well. And you'll be able to find us. And on Twitter, I'll just look for something positive and probably more than likely, it'll be something from us. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> as Jen likes to say, it's a little bit of a cesspool over it there. It is, on, man. On, I was on, the on there Twitters. the other day and I was just scrolling through and I'm like, oh. and I was angry at things I didn't know I needed to be angry about. I mean, right, there was, right. I'm like, can you, you believe up, that this is happening in canned fruit? <laughs> I am so mad right now. And then, you know, tickets really to get back you worked going, up, man. You know, Dole, Dole has their own issues, you know, and we got to just pray them through it. So, but yeah. Exactly. Guys, and you know, we, we, gotta, we got one of them right here. Our friends from Maven Media Productions. Heath is uh, just doing an amazing job leading that team. And they are incredible people. So if you need help we outsource uh, with everything. social media. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you need help with social media or branding, design, some some church consulting, uh, hit them up at mavenmediaproductions.com and maybe you'll get the big strategic out to your place uh, to help you uh, work through some some strategies. Uh, hey, and thanks to our friend Scott Hoke for our voiceover intro. Guys, we love you. And until next time, deuces. We'll see you all on the flip side. <laughs> <laughs>